Today, I want to talk about revelation knowledge. And like I said, it's a simple message, but it's quite profound. Um, it is something that I'm sure every one of us is experiencing to a degree, to different degrees, you know. Sometimes what knowledge does for us is sometimes knowledge exposes us to things we don't know. And then by that knowledge, we are introduced into that thing and then it makes our lives better. Amen. Sometimes knowledge explains what you've always known. If I what you are, what you are used to, to a certain degree, but yet you don't deeply understand. Amen. How many of us read the manual of your phone before you started using it? I'm sure 99.9% of us did not. So there are certain functions on your phones that you don't exactly know that they exist. But sometimes I still watch, how many of us have seen all these tech channels where they tell you your Android phone does this, your iPhone does this, you know, your social phone does this. And then you're wondering, wow, that I didn't know, you know. But if you had read the manual, you probably, because that's how they got to know that those things are there. They didn't get it by mistake. Amen. So, knowledge sometimes does that. And revelation knowledge also sometimes does that. We already all have a relationship with God. But how many of us have 100% knowledge of God? Amen. So, we already are in a relationship with God. God is our Father. Am I making sense? Is that true? God is our what? He's our Father. He has also, he's also our savior. There are, there are so many terms that we can use to qualify and describe God. Amen. Is it, but what knowledge or revelation knowledge does is it gives us the progressive understanding or knowledge of the one with whom we have a relationship with. Hallelujah. You know, it's like two people who come together under the, um, the under the leading of the spirit to get married and you know and then you get married you don't know everything about your partner you know and then when you are married you can know you know a substantial amount or you know something something that are very fundamental you know you know their value system amen um, and you know the, you know the things that what perhaps what their outlook of life is, their passion for the Lord and all those very crucial and foundational things. Amen. But some of you will never know whether your partner snores or not until <laughs> you know, until you're married and then you are together in the same house. And the first night somebody's Jimmy of Lion chasing him or her <laughs> only to wake up to realize that it's the partner that is snoring. <laughs> Amen. And they love each other like that. Hallelujah. So, revelation knowledge is the agency, is the revenue through which the Holy Spirit unveils God to us in a progressive manner. In a what? In a progressive manner. And it is, we title it revelation knowledge because that knowledge comes by the revelation of the Spirit. It doesn't come by our natural faculties it doesn't come by natural observation it doesn't come by experience amen it doesn't come by what there are people who who've, who've had experience they will tell you they've had experiences 
you know but yet there are certain things about god that they don't know am i making sense did you get what i mean did you get what i mean the fact that you have known god or you're a christian for many years let's say for 20 years doesn't necessarily mean that you know you have revelation knowledge or a progressive knowledge of god equivalent to that some people have you know been christians for a long time yet the light that they have is still very very dim because they have not utilized the ministry of the holy spirit you know scriptures call the holy spirit the spirit of truth when jesus was speaking to his disciples he said that i will send to you the what the spirit of truth and it will what guide you into all truth praise god so revelation knowledge is the knowledge that is gotten by the activity of the holy spirit you know by the revelation of the holy spirit and the holy spirit most often uses the agency of the word he uses the word say the word is the raw material for revelation knowledge when the holy spirit inspires the word so you might be reading two people might be reading the same bible verse or the same chapter one is receiving revelation knowledge and the other is not let me give a very practical example there are certain assemblies today that some of you without headscarf on your head they will not allow you into the <laughs> into the gathering am i making sense and they are convinced that what they are practicing is the truth that a woman should not um, expose their air hallelujah and they will show you scriptures except that that scripture that is not what that scripture is talking about hallelujah am i making sense people get strange things from the scriptures amen people do what people get people get things that are not god ordained by reading the scriptures but that thing is coming not by the revelation of the spirit that's why scripture says that the letter does what kills the letter blinds you know the kill is not natural that you fall down and die but it's called the blindness of the art how many of us remember when we're speaking about understanding the work of the ministry you know part two we talked about the ministry of the new testament that up till today when the old testament is read what lies over the heart of the people a veil a veil and a veil is a is a blockage it is a block it's an obstruction that what that that that, that hurts the shining of light so as many as remain under that order that old testament order they cannot come to the light of christ because of the veil but what did the next verse say he said that whenever someone does what turns to the lord the veil is what taken away whenever one turns to the lord the veil is taken away the purpose of the removal of the veil is so that the light can do what can penetrate so that the revel and that light is revelation is the revelation of jesus 
is the revelation of Jesus. Hallelujah. John walked with Jesus for three and a half years. If I called him the beloved disciple, he is the one that will put his head on Jesus' chest. Hallelujah. He had a, an understanding of the Jesus of Nazareth. But he saw a completely different Jesus in the book of Revelations. That one, <laughs> the fear catch him when he saw. <laughs> Hallelujah. And, the, and Jesus wasn't familiar with him when he was just having a conversation with him in Revelations. He was under a complete, completely different context. Am I making sense? Am I making sense? What he saw was completely mind-blowing. You know, the atmosphere, the message and everything. It was a completely different... It wasn't the same Jesus that he was walking with through the streets of Nazareth and Bethlehem and throughout the, the, you know, the country of Israel. No. He saw Christ in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In fact, he's one of the emissaries of Christ that he saw was so glorious that John wanted to bow down and worship him. You can imagine the level of glory that he was immersed into. So Revelation, what Revelation does is that Revelation, you know, brings us that progressive knowledge of God. So by Revelation knowledge, we get to know God more. We get to know His purpose. And we get to know who we are in Him. Am I making sense? The more, in fact, the more you know God, the more you know yourself. Light and revelation is always a two-edged sword. The more you know God, the more you know yourself, the more you see yourself in His image. Because how He created you is in His image and His likeness. Hallelujah. Scripture says that, um, for, was it First John 3? It said, Behold what manner of love the Father has what? Bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. What does the verse 2 say? It said, Therefore the world does not know us because it did not know him. Right? What does verse 2? It said, Behold, now we are the world and it has not yet been what? Revealed what we shall be. But we know that when he is what? Revealed. When he is what? Revealed. That's why we're constantly praying for the revelation of Christ. Because as Christ is revealed, we are revealed in him. Because we are made to be like him. Am I making sense? Am I making sense? So the more we know the Lord, the more we come into an accurate understanding of who he has made us. So the knowledge of God is absolutely crucial to our lives and destiny. It's absolutely crucial. The more we know the Lord, the more understanding we have concerning who we are and who he has made us to be. Hallelujah. Because we do not exist outside of him. Hallelujah. Can we see Ephesians chapter 1 very quickly? Ephesians chapter 1 verse 15. So therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, 
making mention of you in my prayers that the what that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ the what the father of glory may do what may give you money for cars and houses and make your lives rich and fabulous and make you a millionaire in Lagos is that what he said no I'm not saying those are, those are wrong am I making sense I'm not saying that is wrong what's the price praying for them here the what and what in what say that is the utmost we can pray about the others but this is the utmost this is the most important prayers this is one of the most important prayers. it's not the only one it's one of the most important prayers. anytime Paul hear about you know the fate of these people and this wasn't the only place where he said this it seemed to be the most important set of prayers that the Holy Ghost revealed to Paul that he should pray for the saints and that's why we call them Pauline prayers the actually Holy Spirit prayers <laughs> inspired or received by Paul through revelation so that we can know what is most important and put priority on what is important hallelujah so Paul was praying by the Holy Ghost here that the Ephesian church would receive what the spirit of what wisdom and what will that what will that spirit do verse 18 the eyes of what being enlightened that is what the spirit of wisdom and revelation will do it will bring spiritual enlightenment it will do what it will bring spiritual what enlightenment see a lot of us don't understand how crucial spiritual enlightenment is may the lord open our eyes to see how important this this thing is it is it will bring i, I don't know how to because i don't even know how to qualify it. you know when you are walking in spiritual enlightenment you are walking in the realm of absolute peace you're walking in the realm of what you're walking in the realm of peace you're walking in the realm where there is no confusion you're not confused about anything you seem to you know it's like you have the is it master key they call it you know we say master key is the key that opens every door right that is the way it feels when you're walking in spiritual life when there is that progressive enlightenment going on in your life you're never going to look back and see a better yesterday it has nothing to do with whatever is happening in your life you are going to see a progressive light and knowledge and spiritual understanding in your life you're going to look back six months ago and you see that you are much better than you were six months ago and you know for a fact that six months time you're going to be much better than you are today spiritual understanding is resident is what is and you see that there is a progressive shift from judging things by your senses or evaluating stuff 
by your senses or leaning on what I call the arm of the flesh, you are going to see that there is a progressive shift from being to being too taught by the spirit. You just see the reality of the spirit of wisdom is stronger and stronger in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even in things that we think are very mundane, the spirit of wisdom is instructing you and you are, your life is just better off in all ramification because of that spirit of wisdom. It's so important, it's so crucial. You're going to look at the decisions you're making in your life and you are going to know there is no way I could have made decisions like this except by the finger of God. Am I making sense? And you are just, you just log out of certain life of struggle and confusion. Certain confusion don't exist in your life. That sense of not being sure how the Lord, you know, sometimes we can go through seasons where we are not sure how the Lord feels about us. How many of us have experienced something I've experienced before? You are just and you are unsettled about things because it seems you are not sure. If I sometimes for, for I don't know whether you struggle with some things. Sometimes I struggle with some things, and then there are certain times in my life I, I you know, it feels as if God has left you and abandoned you. I've lost the capacity to feel that way. The difference is revelation knowledge. I am not frivolous. Uh, amen? I am not frivolous because that's the other extreme. But I have just lost the capacity to that I will look up and say, ah, God has abandoned me. No. I can have questions. Amen? There are some things that I'm trusting God to make clear to me. Amen? And I'm engaging him on that level. But I, I don't struggle with God's acceptance. It is light that brings those kind of things. Amen? Hallelujah. I, growing up, I used to be very scared of darkness. How many of us are still scared of darkness here? <laughs> if they took light here now, you are the only one inside this room. Some of you, <laughs> you will not be certain. No, growing up, I used to be very scared of that. And I realized that, you know, when you're younger, you watch all this which is a wizard, you know, um, movies. They give you ideas a lot. Amen? So, you can be in a room and you are hearing, even though there is no bed crying, but you can hear bed crying <laughs> because your mind is, and you are afraid, you can't stay, in, you know, in, in a room, you can't enter a dark place, and all of those stuff. You know, but what? I did not pray or fast or do anything to overcome that. It's just knowledge. It's just knowledge. It's just knowledge. You know, when the thoughts just come, I just, my friend, can you get out? What has changed is what? Light. I am not terrorized anymore. I am not constantly looking over my shoulder. You know, why? Because light. Some people who don't have the light that I have, they can't sleep in a room alone. Am I making sense? Am I making sense? What you don't have light about will terrorize you. Satan will take advantage of you to the degree to which you don't have light. 
the power of Satan, whatever it is, you know, some people like to magnify Satan that ah, Satan is so powerful. The power of Satan eh, is only to the degree that you allow darkness. It's only degree because scripture says first John, I mean John chapter one, the light shines in darkness, and darkness cannot what when the light of God is unleashed, no darkness can hold out against it. No darkness can hold out against it. And revelation knowledge is the agency through which we encounter that power of God. It's the agency through which we encounter the light of God. It's through the agency through which we have spiritual understanding. And when knowledge and understanding comes, our work becomes corrected. Our work becomes what? Give me Colossians chapter 1, verse 9, very quickly. Scripture, you know, Paul was also praying that place. He said, I pray that you'll be filled with the spirit of... How do you put it? For this reason, I pray that, ask that you may fill with the knowledge of his word, will, in all what? Wisdom and spiritual understanding. What will happen in verse 10? That you may walk what? Worthy of the Lord fully what pleasing him being fruitful in every good work and increasing in knowledge of God I love verse 11 it says strengthened with what when the light of God is shining our lives strength will be one of the manifestations strength spiritual strength spiritual strength spiritual strength is going to be one of the hallmarks of what? Of revelation. I said that our revelation knowledge is not to the purpose of revelation knowledge is not to sound deep. <laughs> or is not to show that we are of a higher breed or a higher class. You know people use revelation knowledge to compete these days. We see all kinds of nonsense in church. Revelation knowledge is not to show that you are deeper than the other also that they can call you bishop or high priest or chief priest or whatever the revelation knowledge is for us to know christ it's for us to know christ hallelujah hallelujah revelation knowledge is for us to what is the knowledge of god and his operations revelation knowledge is not focused to know satan I'm about to shatter some tables now. See, revelation knowledge is not knowledge to know Satan. Now, God can expose the activities of Satan by revelation. Amen? How many of us believe that is true? That's true. In fact, there is a gift for that. It's called designing of spirits. You can go into a place and design the activity of Satan in that atmosphere. Scripture says Paul and uh, Silas. Is it Paul and Silas or Paul and Barnabas? Acts 17. They were preaching and there was this young girl with the spirit of divination that was walking behind them and saying the right things. Said, these are the servants of the Most High sent to show us the way of salvation. Mom said he did that, she did that for many days. That's a monitoring spirit. <laughs> Every time they go out, that spirit knows they were going out and they would come, <laughs> you know, come there. The, you know, the funniest thing was that 
Paul never for once did prayer session of binding and casting. That's one of the things that light does to you. Light gives you understanding of the realm with which at which you are operating. Amen. Paul just had discernment. And when discernment came, look back at lady and say, What? Cast out that spirit one time, straight up. There's no need arguing with the devil, asking, What's your name? <laughs> so where did you come from? Who sent you? Says so my great grandma. What do you want to use that for? <laughs> Amen. So there are spiritual activities that can expose, there are, there are operations of the spirit that can, that can expose the activity of Satan. For the purpose of judgment and for correction, amen? But revelation knowledge, the purpose of it is to reveal Christ. Somebody say it is to reveal Christ. It is to reveal what? Christ. That's the purpose of revelation knowledge. And that is what we should seek revelation knowledge for. Now, a lot of good things come when that avenue is opened. Amen? Sometimes people receive business ideas by revelation. Sometimes people receive instructions for their life in things that are, we call mundane things, you know, things that pertain to this life by revelation. Amen. I've, been, I've read, for example, before, and was, the direction I read was truly by revelation. You know, especially when. You don't have time to recover for the way you're asking God for mercy. And God sometimes God shows mercy. As I read this, 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 and this, and then you read those four, and then these are the exact questions. And then you get an A. <laughs> Hallelujah. But that doesn't take away the place of study. If you live by that, you will fail. Eh? <laughs> Nigeria, you know, we Nigeria, we don't read to know. We just want to read to pass the exams. That's not the will of God. That's not the will of God. Hallelujah. Amen. But we're not talking about that today. So the purpose of revelation knowledge is what? Is to reveal who? Christ. So the Holy Spirit takes of Christ and does what? And reveals it to us. And reveals it to us. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. 1 Corinthians 2 9. See, but as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the what? The heart of man. The things which God has what? Prepared for those. You know, I said earlier that the more we know the Lord, the more we know ourselves in Him. The more we know the Lord, the more we know, the more we know the things He has prepared for us, the more we know the benefits the more we know our place in him the more we know our purpose the more we know you know the grace and the dimensions and the benefits he has released upon our lives he said the things which god has prepared for those who do what who love him verse 10 but god has revealed them to us through who through who for the spirit does what searches all things yes the what the deep things of god Verse 11. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one does what? Knows the things of God except the spirit of God. 
Verse 12. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God. What is the purpose? Say the Holy Ghost reveals God to us. That's his purpose. We will never know these things if the Holy Ghost don't reveal them. We'll never know. And what does Psalms chapter, is it Psalms 82, verse 6? They know not, they do not understand the walk on in darkness. He said, I have said that ye are gods. All of you are the sons of the most high God. He said, but you shall die like men. Why? Lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge. Scripture says, my people perish. God's people. God's people. Say, say my people perish. For what? Lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge. Our greatest pursuit in life is to know the Lord. It's the purpose that supersedes all other purposes. It's to know the Lord. There is no special assignment that is higher than knowing the Lord. Did you get what I just said? There is no higher assignment that is higher than the quest to know the Lord. If you like, call yourself the apostle in the third day or third heaven. Or the assistant high priest of Christ. Like when Jesus in the third heaven is carrying sacrifice like this, you are the one they give it to. That assignment is not as high as the assignment of knowing God. What does the Bible call eternal life? It said this is what? Eternal life. That they may... The what? Scripture calls the knowledge of God eternal life. We need to pause and think about that a lot. So that we can understand the implications of it. Eternal life is knowing the Lord. When you know the Lord, you are coming into dimensions of eternal life. And eternal life is not that life that is hidden in the heart. That has no sign. Am I making sense? It is the very life form. Eternal life is God's life form. It's the knowledge of the Lord. So it, this, it should be our ultimate quest to do what? To know the Lord. It should be our ultimate quest, our daily pursuit, our daily prayer to know the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Go back to First Corinthians. We are reading to verse 16 very quickly. He said, Now we have received not the spirit of this world, but the spirit who is from God, that we may what? Know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Verse 13. He said, These things we also what? Speak not in words which what? Man's wisdom teaches, but which the word? The Holy Spirit teaches, comparing what? spiritual things with spiritual so revelation knowledge is spiritual communication you can't teach it by the it cannot be imparted by the wisdom of man it cannot be imparted by the wisdom. there are things you can never get in god except through the activity of the spirit so that is why you having a relationship 
with God and walking in the Spirit is fundamental to your Christian life. Because there are certain things of God that they will only be conveyed to you through the Holy Spirit by revelation. By revelation. Hallelujah. There are certain battles in your life. There are certain struggles in your life. There are certain sin issues in your life. That if you go for prayer meeting, for 100 hours prayer meeting, it will not resolve. It will resolve by revelation. Are you hearing me? How many of us can bear me witness? You've had issues in your life that revelation knowledge. It is, it is light and revelation that resolves them. I just shared one. Hallelujah. Let me give you a funny story. It was the day my wife and I were watching. Is it about two? This is one of these latest. Yeah, I can kill you. <laughs> so that day we're watching it. And then uh, we put on the gen. And then we finished watching it around like, I think, 1 a.m. In, in the night. And then um, she said, so we're going into sleep and wanted to put off the gen. So I was like, go and put off the gens. Then Mio said, you, are you not the man in the house? I should go and put on the gens. So I just said, okay, of course. I was just teasing her anyway. So, but to put on the gens in my house, you have to come out the front door and turn all the way back. So you walk through very, very dark, um, uh, you know, corridors. And this was 1 a.m., you know. And I just, you know, went out and I was just walking. I was walking. And... It felt as though Kinky New was literally walking behind me. As in, my ears were tingling. It was that visible. And you know, I just remember, I just stopped in the middle of the darkness. Everyone was like, I can't even see what's in front. And it was pitch black. I remember stopping and just laughing. That, ah, <laughs> Seta, oh, ah, you try, Seta, you try, you try, you try, you try, you try, you try. Ah, I mean, this feels so real, man. Ah, you try, you try, you try. But I beg, get out of it. And I just continue walking. <laughs> and I just put off. My, you know, and when I got back inside and I told my wife, I was like, ah, this thing that you just handled casually, that some people would do three days prayer fasting, you know. You know, and it was just... Amen. What was what is the difference? Light. It's just light. Just light. There's no way I would dwell in light and one demon would be walking behind me. No, the Bible says goodness and mercy follows me. Those are the angels that follow me, not demon. It's light. Some things have been settled by revelation. By revelation. And those things are personally assessed. They cannot. They are not imparted. If the church will grow, a lot of our deliverance meetings will be unnecessary. They'll be unnecessary if the church will just grow in knowledge. That's what scriptures say. I pray that you grow in the in grace and in the what and in the knowledge, because knowledge resolves a lot of things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is that clear? Said, but the natural man does not what? Receive the what? The things of the... See, see this is the problem. Say the natural mind. That's the problem. That is why 
a lot of people have not been receiving the agency of revelation knowledge. Natural mind. Your natural mind cannot convey spiritual realities. Your natural thinking pattern will resist spiritual realities. Hallelujah. And there are some people today who are very entrenched in their natural knowledge that they have completely incapacitated the activities of the Holy Spirit. Even Jesus, when he went to, was it Nazareth he went to? And Spirit says he could do no mighty work in their midst. Why? Because they were so familiar with him. Christ, with the fullness of God, could not do any mighty work because we were so familiar with him. Some of us were so rooted in our cultural knowledge that we have not yielded, given space or yielded to God for the Spirit to move in our lives. Some of us were rooted in wrong knowledge. The knowledge of, that is based on how we feel or based on our natural experiences. And because of those things, we have not given the Holy Spirit the chance to shine His light. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I remember I was talking to one brother many years ago. And we're just talking about this whole, you know, um, he attends a church where they're constantly playing about, you know, if you attend a typical Yoruba church, I don't know about other tribes, but, you know, you pray about devils a lot. There are a thousand and one devils that you can pray about. Ogundis, Ogundat, Ogundis. You know, you just conjure it, you just imagine them, and then you just pray about them. You know, Ogunton, there is no empirical for whether there is actually an Ogun, that's actually following you particularly. But you just know that there must be something. You know, you just. So one day I told him, I said, We've been. So I have, you know, I was even a much younger Christian there. I was just like, We've been praying about all these things for so many years. Is it that this. The thing, you no, know, they finished as in, is that God doesn't conquer them. That we are constantly moving from one, once maybe the Holy Ghost finishes one set, and that set will just rise again. And ah, say, my brother, <laughs> that was his response. He said, This, uh, this war, no, they finish. You know, and much later. I read that was a lie of Satan to keep you perpetually in the cycle. To keep you busy from pursuing your purpose. So the time that you're supposed to devote into knowing the experience and, and enjoying the adventure of the spirit, the adventure of knowing the Lord, you are constantly looking over your shoulder. For one demon or one ogu or one this and one that, you are constantly in a you know you are in a permanent state of terror. Constantly, permanently terrorized. You know, and for that is dramatic for some people. Let me tell you what's constantly terrorizing some of us: condemnation. Let me tell you what is constantly terrorizing some of us: confusion. We are constantly terrorized. We are constantly losing our peace because some things we are just confused about starting in the rest of our lives. And instead of us to yield it to God and walk by faith, constantly terrorized. We have given room for Satan. 
there is a patch of darkness that is exploiting in our lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Am I making sense tonight? We are supposed to yield to the Holy Ghost and the light that He shines reveals the image of Christ. Brings victory, brings peace, brings spiritual understanding. I don't know if I'm making sense tonight. Am I making sense? So the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God for they are what? Foolishness to him. Say, nor can he know them for they are what? Spiritually discerned. So if there is no reliance on the Holy Spirit, if there is no active, purposeful, progressive leaning on the Holy Spirit, we will not come into the knowledge of these things that God has prepared for us. You will not know who you truly are. I'm no, I, know, I know all of us here must have heard the story of the lion that thinks it's a turkey. How many of us have heard that story? If there is no reorientation, the things that terrorize turkeys will constantly terrorize that lion. How many of us have seen you know, one of the funniest dog breeds that exists is Chuahas? How many of us know Chuahas? Is it Chuahas? Right? That's the pronouncer. Chuahas, right? I know you call them, don't call it Chihuahua. I know it's not Chihuahua. But you know what I'm saying? That, that very short. You know, they are, when they are with their owners, they look very, they can harass you and behave. Just leave them alone. They will just calm down and just become gentle. Huskies are also like that. Amen. You don't have a knowledge of who you truly are. Except by revelation. Except by the Holy Ghost showing you who you are. And Satan loves people who don't have knowledge. Because he would terrorize them to the ends of the earth. Satan loves darkness. That is his territory. His activities strive in what? Darkness. Hallelujah. Give me John chapter 15 very quickly. John 15, 26. But when the helper comes, who is the helper? Whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth. He will do what? He will do what? He will testify of me. Go to... Go to verse 16, chapter 16, verse 13. Chapter 16, 13. However, the same, another scripture, the same thing. However, when who? The spirit of truth is come. He will do what? He will guide you into what? Why does he need to guide us? Because there are falsehood everywhere. Without him, you will fall into the trap. Of deceit. Am I making sense? Without him, you will fall into you'll be this without the Holy Ghost will be deceived. I told us at the beginning that there are people who form man opinion from scriptures. Say don't wear trousers, and they will quote scripture. Those ones are even small, small things. On Sunday, we talked about slavery. People will use scriptures to justify slavery. How is that the will of God? 
That's the ministry of deception. If you allow man, man will insert himself into the things of God. <laughs> Amen. There are people who, there are churches today who preach tithe and offering, not from the perspective of revealing the truth of the scripture, but as an avenue of self-sustenance. Am I making sense? There are churches that preach giving from a humanistic point of view. Because pastor must blow too, Abby. <laughs> so they put pressure on God's people. You say, if you want to give 20,000 and above, come to my right. If you want to give 10,000 10, and below, come to my left. Say, so for those of you on my left, there's a small blessing for you. Those of you on my right, that's, where, where did you seek that in the scriptures? Gimmicks, gymnast, or gimmicks of self-preservation. Pastor to one right Lamborghini or what's the name? Lancusa. So you must cajole and twist and break the neck of, <laughs> of your people. Hallelujah. But the spirit of truth reveals the truth of God to us. And that truth brings us into union with Christ. That truth helps our work with God. That truth does not impose darkness or fear. What does it do? It brings us to the place of being beloved of God. Because that is the exact way God sees us. We are God's beloved. We are God's what? Beloved. And God is so eager. He's so eager to have a relationship with us. To have fellowship with us. First John chapter 1. What does it say? He said the things which exist from the beginning which we have heard, which we have seen, and we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word. Of the word of life. He said, these things we have seen and heard, we share with you. Told so that what? So that you too can come into the fellowship. So that you can come into the fellowship. God wants everyone in the fellowship. He wants you to have as much access to God as anybody else has. Am I making sense? God is not my. He's not. Uh, what's the word? God is not. Uh, God is not minding his access. You can have as much access as you want. It's all up to us. It's all up to us. But as we pursue knowing God. The Holy Spirit begins to reveal him to us. Line upon line, precept upon precept. Here a little. Through that conduit comes victory. Through that conduit comes resolving of issues. Through that conduit comes resolving of infirmities and weaknesses. Hallelujah. Paul was praying about a certain weakness in his life. He said three times I besought the Lord that he would do what? Take it, take this thing from me. He said, What did God say to him? He said, But God spoke to me that what? My grace is what? That is revelation knowledge. That is what? That is revelation knowledge. He said, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is what? It's made perfect. That's revelation knowledge. Can you give me that scripture? I want us to read what he said next. 
So he says, to me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is what? Made perfect in weakness. Look at his reaction. He said, most gladly, therefore, I will what? Does that sound like a logical response? That is response from revelation knowledge. That is, re- that is response from what? He said, I will therefore glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may what? May rest upon me. That is light. That is light. That is light. Paul, he was speaking in um, Ephesians 3 verse 1. For this reason, I, the prisoner of Jesus Christ for you Gentiles, verse 2, if you need, you have heard of the dispensation of grace of God which was given to me for you, verse 3, that by what? How did Paul get it? By revelation, it made known to me the word, the mystery, as I have briefly written already, verse 4, by which when you read, now he said, the things that God revealed to him by revelation, he is now written in what? In a book. And then when you read it, you may understand whose knowledge? Paul's knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Verse 5. Which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men as, as it has now been what? Revealed by who? The Spirit of God to his holy apostle and prophet. So these men who walked of hold did not have access to this knowledge because the Holy Ghost kept it according to God's agenda. And then in the last days, he has what? He has released it. But it takes someone who will wait on the Lord and walk with the Lord to access that by the spirit of what? Revelation. That's why we pray. You see why we pray Ephesians 1 prayers now? We, that's why we constantly pray for the spirit of wisdom and what? And revelation. So that we can know the mystery of God. And the mystery of God is Christ. Colossians chapter 1. Christ in you, the word. So this is the mystery that has been hidden from the beginning, which is now revealed to you. Christ in you, the... We don't yet fully know Christ, though. We don't yet fully know Christ. Bible says, in him dwells the fullness of Godhead. What? Bodily. We don't know we, we don't even know a speck of him yet. We don't even know a speck of him yet. He is inexhaustible. Somebody say Christ is inexhaustible. You can't finish learning him. Because there is nothing to learn outside of Christ. He said there is nothing of God that he has not put in Christ. Bible says he is the express image of God's man, of his person. What do you think you know about Christ? We don't know. And it's, the, and it's because we don't know Christ, yes, is why our Christian life is also very limited. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Our Christian life is very, very limited. See, we have not come. May God help us. May God push us to that this life in Christ becomes mainstream. We have not even touched the tiny bit of some of the things the apostles touched. 
Amen. And if the early church is the seed of the New Testament life, that seed, we are not even measuring up to it. Because anytime God starts something, he starts with his seed. But now we look back at what was happening in the first church and we are, we are, we are looking and we are salivating for it. Amen. So we are not even there yet. Our ultimate quest must be to know the Lord. It must be to what? That is our ultimate quest. That should be your quest. Every, each and every one of us to know. There is no higher calling that is greater than that. To know the Lord. And as we know him, we are conformed to his image. See that fullness, that measure of the fullness of the stature of Christ is the knowledge of God that brings us there. And I'm not talking about head knowledge. I'm talking about experiential knowledge. Epignosis. Knowledge by intercourse. By fellowship, by koinonia with the Lord. We don't yet know the Lord. We don't yet know the Lord. Disciples of Christ who had walked with him for three and a half years. The same guy, he met with them on the road to Emmaus and they couldn't discern him. He said, they always said, our heart was just burning. Our heart was burning as he spoke to us. But they didn't know it was him. There are many, many dimensions of the Lord to know. There are many, many great dimensions of the Lord to know. So we must seek him. We must seek the knowledge of him. Am I making sense tonight? Am I making sense tonight? Our Christian life must be that of pursuit of his knowledge. Not so that we can brag. No. It is for work. Somebody says it's for work. You know, it's like you have a house. You know, imagine you having a car that can fly. And then every day, you leave that car because you don't know its purpose. And you go and enter yellow bus with the way agoros deal with people in this Lagos. You know? And in that experience, one agoro collected money and ran away. You are now chasing you. You are now running on the express. You are shouting, my money, my money. And you are now shouting, God, why have you forsaken me? The same God, I gave you a car that can even fly. That you just press one button and then the car will just fly and you will land in your office and press another button and you will lie. That's the way some of us are living our Christian life. That's where some of us are living our Christian life. Completely unaware of the spiritual resources that God has given to us. Because those resources are locked up in Christ. In understanding Christ. In unveiling Christ. I would say that he has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in what? In who? Let's complete it. Because people stop at heavenly places. And that's why they misinterpret it. He said, that my, that my blessing is in heaven. I want you to manifest on her. In their mind, they are talking about physical blessings like money and all those things. No. That, that heavenly blessing is Christ. As Christ is unveiled, like we read... And whenever Christ is revealed, we'll do what? We'll be like him. He said, in him is hid all the treasures of what? Wisdom and what? And knowledge. The same knowledge and wisdom that will completely stupefy the principalities and powers of this world. The Bible says that God's intent is that through the church, the manifold wisdom of God will be manifest through to man, 
no it's not the man is blue two principalities and powers ancient spirits structures that preceded even this natural world that preceded civilizations the wisdom of god the wisdom of god if knowledge can alter the course see this what we call civilization today 95 civilization is barely 100 years old 100 or 200 years old that's i'm being too modest 200 years it just came by knowledge and the whole world became altered the life of man your life you and i the way we live our life became completely altered because god just allowed a little knowledge into the system and economic systems are building from you have capitalism and all of these things and industrialization and all these things that are coming and then men started wearing clothes and wearing shirts and trousers and started going to work before when you say you are going to work you're either going to war or to farm or to trade am i making sense and all this system knowledge driven systems didn't exist manufacturing at this scale didn't exist the proliferation of products now if you want pro any product you want product that will help you scratch your back automatically you have it anything that's why our houses are full of all kinds of things that we don't even use but we're just buying it <laughs> we're just storing it all that came less than 200 years ago by knowledge and completely altered human life and the value of human life look at what medical knowledge has done medical knowledge medical knowledge look at look at the revolutionary breakthroughs that has happened on the basis of that imagine what spiritual knowledge we do in the life of a man that is working with god see we have not scratched the surface of these things yet we are still living as men men still living as men men but i pray that god will help us amen god will help us so that our eyes will be watched will be enlightened daniel scripture says daniel was reading a book and he said that i came by the understanding of the books that the 70 years of cap time of captivity of Israel should do what has elapsed and he began said he and he began to pray he began to pursue you know restoration in the spirit he took it upon himself and that's he said he began to pray and when Gabriel the angel came to him he said since since the time you have set your heart to pray to the Lord he said the Lord has sent me and what did God send the angel to give to Daniel he said to give him understanding to give him understanding he said and the prince of Persia withhold me say Satan fear understanding Satan fears spiritual world because if he himself had spiritual understanding he would not be where he is today Bible said that they would not have crucified the Lord of glory if they had known. So that thing is, is disadvantaged and he cannot assess it. Because it's been cast out. But you and I can access it. Amen. 
So let us pursue knowledge. Let us trust the Holy Ghost. Let us lean on the Holy Spirit. Talk to the Holy Spirit. Lord, expose this thing I'm reading. Open my eyes to see it. I want to know God. I want to know Christ. I don't just want to read this as one reading letters. I want you to open the words. Bible said that Jesus opened up their understanding. John, that they may what? That they may comprehend the scriptures. Hallelujah. I'm ready to pray that prayer tonight. Let's just bow our heads and talk to God and say, Father, open up my understanding. I want the agency of revelation knowledge to be constant in my life. I don't want to fellowship with the letters anymore. I want to fellowship with the spirit. I want your spirit to speak to me. I want your spirit to reveal Christ to me. I want you to reveal Jesus to me. You are the spirit of truth. I want you to guide me into all truth. I don't want to waste my life chasing shadows. I don't want to waste my life running after things that don't matter. No, I want to focus on that which matters. That which matter. I want to live my life for you. I want to be on this quest of knowing you. There is no quest higher than that. Your life will dramatically be transformed in ways that you will not imagine when you begin to know the Lord. And you are not the only one that will benefit from it. Many people around you will benefit from it. Generations, even yet unborn, will benefit from it. From knowing the Lord. Today, we are still drinking from some of the wells our fathers in the faith dug by their own walk with God. Today, you hear of Word of Faith and you hear of Kenneth Hagin and Co. Those, they, 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 they had a quest to know the Lord. And today, that stream is still blessing people. Ask God that, Lord, I want to know you. I don't just want to, you know, I don't just want to live a, a, a powerless a, a, a life of zero adventure. I want to be on an adventure of knowing you. I want to walk with you. I want to walk with you. I want to know you, Lord. Take me deeper. Deeper in love with you. Jesus. Jesus, hold me close in your embrace. Take me deeper, take me deeper. Deeper than I've ever been before. I just want to love you more and more. Deeper. 